know exactly what you're talking about where it's it's like in the i guess ceramic what the hell is yeah porcelain Porcelain. there we go it's like a bug or a bee or something and people will pee towards it yeah it's like a target it's It's like a a pee target target. it's a pee target (laughs) it's apparently effective because men are that predictable well yeah and but you know what i would how did they settle on a bee like why are they like you know what men really want to pee on bees (laughs) well-known fact (laughs) well-known fact Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is Straight Red. I am, of course, Jeff Ross. And with me, in direct defiance to a court order, <laughs> is Alex S. Kibler. Alex, yes. does your parole officer know that you're here? Never. Never. You keep Randy in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Randy, if you're listening, I'm in Virginia, I promise. <laughs> you can't leave Virginia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're nowhere near where you're no, supposed no, to be. No, not at all. Alex, this is our first episode on Backheel.com. It is. Were you aware of this? I am aware of this. Okay, good. We got like three extra Twitter Twitter followers, so that's how I can tell that we... One of them is Backheel. Yes. So <laughs> two. One of our extra Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, happy to be here. Thank you to no Trevor. No joke. Yeah, thanks, Trevor, for having us and answering our plethora of questions, mundane so and... Yeah, questions. so many questions. So many questions, but we need to get right into we it. We do. So it became official... Earlier this afternoon, yeah. this afternoon being Wednesday. Yes. Sasha Kleshin, whose name I think I've just butchered again. I just No, keep I think doing that's it. right. Is that it? I'm Spelling so it is the problem. It's got a J and an L right next to each other. <laughs> it's tough. It's yeah. real tough for me. It's not great. He is now a New York Red Bull. Good for New York. Good for New York. Good for a lot of folks. I was surprised to see him go to New York and not L.A. Well, L.A., you know, if you haven't paid much attention in the last couple of years, L.A. have made several moves in the past attempting to acquire one Sasha question. Mm-hmm. And then New York up and trades basically, you know, a third of their team for another <laughs> third of Montreal's team to get that first spot in the allocation order. And lo and behold, Harrison, New Jersey has a new U.S. men's national team savior. Not bad, Harrison. New no, Jersey. good for them. You know, in the last forty-eight hours, with the 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 trades uh, for Eric Alexander and Oyango, I'm not attempting that first name. Ambrose. Yes, Oyango. Um, there was a lot of uh, sort of sky is falling narrative out of the the Red Bull faithful, but I think hopefully this stabilizes that lineup a little bit. Let lest we forget, there's still some playmaking talent in that side. There is, and it does look a lot better on paper than yeah. it did, let's say, a week ago. Yes, very much so. It looks so. a lot better on paper. But I've got a, a couple of a couple of things to say here Go about uh, the, the Kleshin trade. I'm still not confident on my pronunciation of this last name. So Bruce Arena has been trying to get this player for at least a year. He, he was rebuffed yeah. by MLS last time around. Yeah. He got fined. For talking about it. Yeah. How many plates is he throwing at the wall right now? Oh, several. Because they made trades to move up in the allocation order themselves not that long ago. L.A. seemed to be trying to make a move for Kleshin. And I believe they were in third in the allocation order um, up until the Kleshin deal went through. And I think now they're second. Followed, I, I think, only behind San Jose. Oh, the earthquakes. Earthquakes. Who are you going to get? Earthquakes. Freddie Who are you going to get? Freddie. 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 Freddie just needs a job. But no, Freddie needs one job for a period of time more than six months. Well, How many a... clubs has he been at? 
Well, I took a look earlier. 75. That's quite the 75 number. 75 clubs. He's, how old is he, 20? No, he's older he's than 20, that. He's 20 years old. He's one of those people that you just perpetually clubs. think is seven years old. He He's either seven years old or 45. He yeah. has Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> yes, indeed. So one or the other. He's been a professional for longer than I've been a professional. Yeah. Yet he is somehow at least six years younger than me. <laughs> right. I don't know how this all works out. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. So... If you're Bruce, yeah. you didn't get your man. No. You're running the LA Galaxy. Great team. Great lineup. What's the move now? Are you trying to make a move for another U.S. international? Or are you saying, I'm done for this offseason, at least for trying to snag a U.S. international? Well, and who I'm do you go at, for? I don't know. I mean... I don't know who else is still out there. Well, you have Alejandro Bedoya, but one would assume that he is not at the point in his career right now to want to come back to the league. Um, about... I'd say eight or nine months ago, it looked like things weren't going that well for him out in France, yeah. but that whole situation turned around. I don't yeah. know if it was a coaching change or not, because I don't follow it that closely, but... Ligue 1. Ligue 1. That's how I believe it's pronounced. <laughs> I think that's perfect. My French is phenomenal. <laughs> I want everyone to know yeah, this. Yeah, it's very good. I like it. Anyone can challenge me mm-hmm. in French, and they will be <laughs> defeated. Handedly... Defeated. Yeah. I just don't think he's ready to move on to another team right now. No, I don't think so either. And I think, you know, if if the entire purpose of the move up the allocation order was to get Sasha Kleschen and now you don't get a Sasha Kleschen, let's not pretend that the Galaxy are a wanton side with no quality. I mean... Oh, not at all. First of all, they're loaded. Loaded. I mean, top the- to bottom. And keep in mind, this is one of the... This is the only MLS team... That has already done a full season of having a USL yeah, pro team. That's very so true. So they already have a bunch of guys who went through their academy and yes. now have pro experience mm-hmm. who they can pick from if they need players off the bench. Most of those guys will be bench players right yeah. now. They don't necessarily need anyone, but Bruce has to be looking. Yeah. You already made the trade. You already moved up the allocation order. You must be looking. You must be making calls. Is there somebody who's a dark horse? Is there somebody who we believe as a nice deal, an American international somewhere else, that also would fit in with the L.A. of today? I can't think of one. Neither can I. I'm racking my brain. I think, I think you know, with the... Um previously uh speculated about Juan Agadello and you know in the picture he's the only name that the only name if you will mm-hmm. that really comes to mind but i can't i frankly don't see that happening with the the forwards that that team has um so no i don't i don't i i, I think if you're a galaxy fan you're pretty you're pretty beside yourself you're pretty right beside now. Yourself. You but, got you got Gerard, you've got Robbie Keane who got a real break this time around yeah. i mean the team looks pretty strong yeah and of course, Giassi Sardes. Well, and you have your five right MLS cups to console you if Just you're a Galaxy a fan. Few things <laughs> to help you sleep at night. Yeah, indeed. Five cups, the winningest MLS team. But if you're Red Bull, mm-hmm. what's your forecast? If you're if you are a Red Bull supporter, mm-hmm. I mean, let's not let's not underplay Sasha Question. He certainly has not gotten the call ups and the love from not um, recently. No, not from Jurgen that he's he got under Bob Bradley. He has, uh, I think, just under 50 caps. He's, you know, scored quite a few goals mm-hmm. uh, in a U.S. shirt. Mm-hmm. But that being said, he hasn't been a prominent fixture on the U.S. team for quite a while. True, and true, true. 
but he he brings quality. He's he's quite the playmaker. Well, and keep in mind, this is Jesse Marsh bringing him back, and Jesse yeah. used to be one of the U.S. assistant coaches, so yes. he knows him. Mm-hmm. He knows Sasha. They have worked together before, and I think that Jesse has a plan. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but <laughs> I think he has a plan, and he sees something about the lineup that he has right now. That he can fit him, perhaps with Dax. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget mm-hmm. that Dax is still on this team, and Dax is still firepower. J- uh, well, Love yes, Dax. because his hair looks like fire. He does look like fire. He's <laughs> one of the original gingers. He oh. should become a fan of this podcast, just so we can call him a ginger. Yeah, and it would be less offensive. It would slightly, slightly, only less slightly. Offensive. He should come on to the show. Come on out, Dax. If you're listening. We'd love to have you. I, that would be great. He's it actually would be great. entertaining. Yeah, he is. He's we a great do, we guy. We don't have to worry about someone not being entertaining. It's <laughs> right, my biggest exactly. concern. I think Jesse Marsh does have a plan. I remember, well, if anyone can forget, but when Jesse got signed as the New York Red Bulls new coach, like, I, I thought the scenario was terrible. You know, the circumstance was terrible. Yeah. But he's a, he's a good coach. And I would have liked it to have happened under better circumstances because I think he could be the type of coach that New York would love. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough in this particular scenario. Yeah. But you mentioned earlier uh, about Juan Agadella being a possible target. And there are a lot of weird MLS rules. But when he left MLS in 2013, my understanding was that it was on a free transfer. Yeah, I think so. Which, if I'm correct, (laughs) means his MLS team holds on to his rights for – there's a period of time as well. This expires. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's two years or four years or something. I don't have so, my Ouija board to check God, it for I you. I wish I knew. I'm going to have to study all of this. But <laughs> the New England Revolution would, would hold on to his rights if yes. he were to come back. And that has been the rumor. Correct me if that I'm wrong here. That is the rumor. I read this a couple of days ago that Juan Agandello, who I always liked, but is currently out of, out of work, yeah, yeah. is on his way back to the New England Revolution. Good things are happening in New England. Jermaine I, Jones. They've got one heck of a team. I mean, obviously, they made the MLS Cup final last season. But they, that being said... They could walk right back. Did you look at their schedule? They could walk right back. Oh, easily, yes. Final. You're playing in the far weaker conference. You're, it's it's going to not be terribly difficult to... If, you, if you're New England and you fail to qualify for the playoffs, you have made some sort of dire, wow. terrible mistake. Wow. I, I don't... I mean... If New England doesn't make the playoffs, the expanded playoffs. Yeah. I you're gonna have to fire some people. Yeah. That's ridiculous. This is one of the rare eras in New England history where ownership is spending cash getting quality players. There there are about half the owners groups in the league are willing to spend money, and that's not always been the case. No, that has not always been the case. But they are spending money and they're getting players. And not just random names, they're getting quality players who fit in with the system in New England. I don't have any reason to think they would miss the playoffs. That w- I would be shocked. I would be too. I'd be shocked. Let's not even entertain they're, they're that idea. They're my favorite in the East. Oh yeah, me too. I think so. Right I now. think it has to be. Your even favorite losing East. Patrick Mullins, who I think is a loss yeah. for New England and a game for NYCFC. Yes, I still take them as as my favorite in the East. Oh, I think you have to. Wow, just thought of them coming in seventh. Mm. There would have to happen. be there would have to be injuries or something. Let's not be crazy. Let's, Let's not be crazy. No. But there would have to be just. A, a, a rash of injuries. Yes. Happened. So Juan coming back to New England in the article that I read about it was not only that he wants to come back to MLS, obviously, because you want to play. You want to get back in the U.S. national team picture when yeah. you know for a fact, because Jurgen has said this, we're focused not only on the Gold Cup, 
on the Olympics, the 2016 Olympics, mm-hmm. Juan Agudelo, still a young man. Yes. He would be an over overage player, but yes. you get a few of those. You do. He may be trying to play his way, not just back to the Gold Cup, which I think you can get if you play decently, get back to the Olympics. But the only way to do that, and Jurgen's been very upfront about this, you have to get minutes. Yeah. You have to, you have to play. You can't just be on a European team. You have to be playing for that team. Well, that's the whole thing. Talking about Europe, um, you know, if you haven't, if you're just now starting to follow American soccer, there's always welcome. for the last, yeah, indeed, welcome. But there's for the last at least 30 years has been this promise of Europe, this um, I'm going to go to Europe, apply my trade, become a better footballer. And mm. for some players, it's worked. Brian McBride, Claudio Reyna, uh, mm. Clint Dempsey. Uh, Jay Demerit. Um, yes, very much so. The Jay Demerit story. Yeah. We should have him on the show. Let's we should. fly out Jay. to Vancouver. <laughs> Jay, we're willing to fly to Vancouver, hang out with you and your Olympian wife. Yes. And we'll interview both of you. I don't Those know. kids are going to be athletic as hell. Oh, my God. They're, they're <laughs> going to produce a whole series of just incredible athletes. It's going to be incredible, Go ahead. really. But for every one example of a success story in Europe, you have a Freddie Adu or a Juan Agadella or a Josie Altador or players who've gone and have not you know you have a i guess landon donovan who had a sort of a mixed bag he was unsuccessful in germany but successful at everton in a brief amount of time yo they did loved him they still do yeah crowd favorite in in everton so it's it's the thing with with players who go off to europe is there's certainly no guarantee that you're going to improve your game and you know Good for Jurgen. I believe he he sat down with Josie and sort of talked about this. He he realized that Sunderland was not the correct location for him. No. He wasn't getting minutes. He wasn't getting quality playing time. He he had been in terrible form. Good for Josie for coming back. But also, if if Juan Agudelo comes back, gets minutes at a team who needs support up front, he certainly is going to be back in the conversation for the men's national team. Yes, he will. I mean, yes, certainly yeah. back in the conversation. That's Absolutely all you can ask back in the be. conversation. When we're looking at, let's let's look at the schedule coming up for the yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah. We've got the Gold Cup this summer. We've got the Olympics. We have the Copa America the same year as the Olympics. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that the some of the Olympic qualifying was moved up to this fall. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So we're gonna have to start qualifying yeah. in like October. Yeah. yeah. You know. So there's a lot of games games that count yes that the u.s is gonna have to play but there are different types of international tournaments that don't need the same type of player not necessarily uh we need players who can play in Concacaf for the gold cup yeah i think you're gonna Physical. see a lot of mls players me too in the gold cup because that's what they do all day me too you need to be able to go down to costa rica well not literally in the gold cup they're gonna play here in the united states but yeah. you have to be able to play these teams yeah and these teams they they take it to you yeah, they're physical. They take it to you. Attacking. But we also are going to have to play South American teams in the Copa America who yeah. play a bit more technical. Yes. And we're going to need players who can do that. Yeah. Like, we're going to need... And, of course, you have to get ready for the Olympics that are going to be down in Brazil in 2016. Mm-hmm. We need young players who are, are both need to be technical and aggressive. Yeah. We need all of these things very quickly. On the point of young players, kudos, good on you for the U-20s qualifying for the World Cup next year good job. in New Zealand. We watched some of this. We did, yeah. In Spanish. We didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> Neither of us speak Spanish, but we had a blast. We did. It was great. Great it was fun. Very entertaining. But no, congratulations to them because they did not start off well. The yeah. twenties. They, I believe, lost one and, and had a draw early, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. early, which put them in a bit of a hole. But they climbed their way back, and they are now going to the proper U twenty championship. Good for so, them. Good for them. 
I like seeing that. I don't follow our youth teams as closely as I need to, and Me I neither. really should, because these are the future. And I said this about ten times while I was watching it with Alex S. Kibler. Bradford Jameson IV. Keep don't an eye it. on it. Don't forget that name. Don't forget had that name. Had a goal, didn't he? Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. There was never any doubt. He has a number in his name, and it's four. There's three previous Bradford Jamesons. What more do you They want? keep distilling Bradford Jameson. It gets better every batch. <laughs> every generation. Every generation. It improves. Uh, Some of this has to do with the fact that he is a low-dose player. He's indeed. He's an LA Galaxy indeed. player. And yes. we may see him this season yeah. for the LA Galaxy because they'll need forward support. But they have the forwards. They don't really need support. Anyway, Agadello. If the move's true, I think it's the right move. I think it is, but too. But on the conversation of the appeal of Europe, oftentimes it's dollar-dollar bills, and I do understand that. For a l- well, not a lot of players, but for several players, it's more lucrative to go play in Europe. And let's face it, how many playing years are you going to have? You're going to retire at age 33? Yeah. And you get paid now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But if you have ambitions to play on the national team, you have to get first-team minutes. Yes. And lest we forget... The the game plan in Brazil basically was shot to ruin in the 27th minute of the Ghana, of the Ghana match only because we were so thin at forward. So thin. We and had Josie and no one else. You had Josie and no one else. And and certainly, uh, you know, Clint Dempsey can play forward, and that's where he plays uh, for Seattle. But mm. you want his presence being able to run off the ball. So, you know, if you're a forward, if you're a Juan Agadello, if you're a Charlie Davies, if you are any of these players who may have stepped out of the limelight briefly mm-hmm. uh, for the national team, I think you need as many minutes as possible because I think you Absolutely. frankly have a chance. Clint is not going to be there forever. He's not. No. And, you know, if you're if you're looking at a more attacking uh, player, why not a Juan Agadello or a... Charlie Davies or any of these other guys. Any of these other young guys. Bradford Jameson the fourth. <laughs> yes. I have to do it. Giassi Zardes. <laughs> why why can't yeah. they do it? Yeah. Well, I think they can. Julian the, Green. Julian Green. There are a lot of young players that we have that are rough. They're yeah. rough. Yeah. But there's time for them to get better. And you bring Unfinished up Clint products. Dempsey. He could on paper still be playing well for the national team in twenty eighteen. But he could just as easily be retired by then. Yeah, he could. It, it, he's he'll be right at that age where it's like he could be firing on all cylinders. Or he's done. Right, yeah. I think we'll see him in the Gold Cup. I think we'll see him even oh, in the I Copa America. I think we'll America. definitely see him in the Gold Cup. Gold Cups this summer. Of yeah, yeah. We'll see him. Say, yeah. Uh, barring an injury. Yeah. Um, you're, God you're, forbid. You're, well, we don't want that to happen. But I think you see him then. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're absolutely right. There is a lack of depth that we have in forward. There's a yeah. lot of opportunity there. And I'm very excited to see what these next series of international competitions that we're involved in, how they're all going to pan out for us. We're going to see a lot of different players, and I, and I have a lot of hope for them. Mm-hmm. I like variety. I like seeing these other guys. I, I, I like change, and I want to know. I want to know. When we go into 2018, I want to feel, as a fan, that who is on that roster, that's what we got. Those are our best players. Yeah. You don't want any surprises. You don't want any players that, you're, that you think about and you say, you know, we haven't really had a good look at this guy. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... I don't want that. It is too long until that though, that World Cup for us to walk into it with an unknown. And we did walk into this last one with, oh, who else do we have? And the answer was nobody. Yeah. I mean, no offense to uh, like people like Chris Wondolowski, for instance. Who but I love. I love 102. But if, if you're talking about World Cup games and World Cup pressure, there is certainly a difference... You know, playing in Buckshaw Stadium <laughs> or playing against Germany or Belgium in Brazil for your country. You know, it's 
players need more experience in big international matches before they attempt something like a World Cup. And and Wano didn't have that. And it's not his fault he didn't have that. No, the but, opportunity wasn't. You there. know, he was a late bloomer, of course. He but, was. He wasn't getting national team looks, no. really, until fairly late in his career. Yeah. But we were happy. I was very happy to see him get those looks. And I think he continues to get them. I know a lot of fans don't like him because of that one terrible, terrible miss he did oh, in the Wando. World Cup. But I think he's a great player, great spirit, and apparently very, very good. He's a great guy. In the locker room. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, locker room presence, just wasn't this today it became official that mm. Dominic Adoro, who, uh, and I checked earlier, has played on 33 MLS teams. There aren't <laughs> even 33 teams. It's, it's amazing. All, yeah. all 33, which is He shocking. somehow already uh, played for Atlanta. That's somehow. How somehow. that happened, I don't They've know. already traded him. Yeah. He has moved from Toronto FC to Montreal, which has been a part of a lot of moves lately. Yeah. And I had this question in the pre-show. That's what I'm calling when we have a conversation before the show starts. <laughs> the, the green room. The pre-show in the green room. <laughs> I had a conversation, yeah. and I was trying to figure out, well, how does he... It's seven teams, by the way, folks, not 33. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. How has he moved to so many teams? And I thought, like, well, maybe he's, like, not good in the locker room. Then the the counter thought was, well, if that was true, how does he keep getting signed? Yeah, exactly. How does he keep getting signed? So people see value in him. Yeah. As an MLS player. But he's also always disposable. What is that all about? I'm not sure. He's... Certainly, for his earlier stints, um, he he wasn't uh, so old, but he's now approaching thirty. He'll be thirty by the end of this season, and he has played for Dallas, Red Bull, uh, Houston, Chicago, Columbus, Toronto, and as of yesterday, I believe Montreal. Um, who let's we forget has just signed two other players as well. Mm-hmm. There's been mm-hmm. quite the the, uh, the upheaval, pr- if you will, in Montreal. Can you pronounce the names of the other players? Well, they're... one of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Eric Alexander. That's uh-huh. one of those. That's Nailed an easy it. one. Nailed it. There's a guy with the last name of Oyongo. Ambrose Oyongo. I don't know if I'm saying it right either. I just like yeah. how it sounds. Yeah, Cameroonian. Ooh, good for him, mm-hmm. Cameroon. Those are good players. Oh, yes. Those are good players. Does Montreal climb out of the cellar? I, you know, I was coming into this season convinced (laughs) Montreal was going to be at the bottom of the East, and I think they climbed their way out of the bottom, and I'm upset about it. I am upset about it. Replacing who? I don't know. Philly? I don't know. Chicago? Chicago really underperformed last year. They really, well, Mike McGee, I mean, being injured. He got hurt. I mean, that's a big Big problem if you're Chicago. It's a huge problem if you're Chicago. Uh, he should be healthy. Yes. He should be healthy coming into this season. Although, we'll correct me if I'm wrong, he's not a spring chicken either. No, uh, he's 75 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McGee. Yeah. I loved him on the Galaxy. He was he's Mr. 30. He's 30. There yeah. you go. He was Mr. October. He would show up right at the end of – well, he was there all season. But he would make it happen <laughs> at the end of the season yeah. and right into playoffs. He would make magic happen. He can also play a little bit of keeper. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Philly didn't sign <laughs> They're looking for that, I heard. Someone told me that. They need another keeper? Yeah, I think Did so. they get rid of all of them? <laughs> what are they doing? They're loaning them all. What are they doing? I Everybody goes on lo- I don't get it. I don't get it. Great fan base. Oh, yes. Love those Philly Sons fans. of Ben. I met a lot of them when I was down for the... Uh... Great people. Great stadium. Yeah. You know, have you been to Chester? Horrible no, town. I have not. Is it Horrible sort of town. like um, like Harrison? Well, people live there, so oh, it's a little well, different than Harrison. Improvement over Harrison. It's a little bit of improvement of Harrison, <laughs> which is an industrial wasteland. Yeah, yeah. And it only aspires to be Newark. Indeed. Chester, Pennsylvania, 
is not even Westchester, Pennsylvania, which is actually a really nice place. Oh. Uh, Chester, Pennsylvania is like an impoverished area. It is n- things are not going that great in Chester. It's so amazing. Chester that that uh that stadium, PPL Park, is a short drive away from a penitentiary. That is true. It just is, silence. It We're is just gonna near, let that percolate for a second. Near a prison. <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like they oriented the stadium to where you know, that has that great when you, exactly when you're looking right out over that end of the field and you see the beautiful bridge and the river. It's oh, like yeah. look how lovely this is. Yeah, yeah. turn lies. that camera around. Yeah, no, turn don't. that camera around. I don't think they could show what's on the other end of the camera. No, 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 no. You can't have murders live on TV. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad, but it's not. A, it's not a nice. I time. will be there. I will be. I believe they play in April, and I will be at. Uh, PPL Park. You're I'm planning to go on. Yeah, uh huh. I've already taken off of work. Um, Look at I've you. already signed up for a supporters uh, ticket. Oh boy, they're gonna they're only gonna here. Go. I just gotta wait on the um, on the bus uh, uh, details. Rail? Yeah, mm-hmm. going with the rail. Bad. I have. Physically, I'm apparently now the spokesperson for the rail. If you've been to NYCFC, I watched the video. Oh my god, he's the. <laughs> the vi- he's like, oh, watch this video. Watch this video. I'm like, all right. Why fine. do they let me talk? Why? You're, you're I was literally drunk, on a, a. Well, aren't you always? You are literally on a podcast right now. All you're doing is talking, and you're asking why did they let you talk? That's why. That's a fair point, I guess. Yeah. They didn't know that. I don't think anyone who was with us at the time knew that I had a podcast. Well, they no, probably they still now. don't. They know now. I'm going to call whoever's in charge of third row. <laughs> okay. Report you. Yeah, as you should. As the press. <laughs> Be like the press is amongst you. Yes. Can you believe that? I'm still going to try, uh, as you know. Alex Kilburn has conned me into going to Orlando. I get so excited every time we talk about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be drunk the entire time. And it dawned on me. The (laughs) rental car is in your name, so I will continue drinking. That was a mistake. You have to drive, so you got to keep clean, my friend. I have made a terrible mistake. I will be a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) A liability. I will be a liability. I'm going to walk into that hotel drunk. I'll be drunk all day. I'll be at the pool. I don't even care if it's only 60 degrees. My shirt will be off, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm going to have a blast. I don't even remember where I was going with this. I'm just saying that you're being threatened by me right now. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable, to be honest. I'm going to try to convince... Orlando City, the club itself, mm. to give us press credentials. I'm not optimistic. <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> but, be. Because uh, we're not the press. What would we do? I just kind of want the badge. But that would also <laughs> let us interview people. We'd go down to the locker room and interview Mix Discarude and be like, how come Mix. you haven't come to this show in Talk Long Island Mix. City, New York? We should take a recorder. We should. But the instrument. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play, Aqualung. Um, music. Indeed, like, yes. He's vaguely foreign. He'll, it'll, he'll appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, that's what it's like in Norway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I but as of this moment, he is in a U.S. men's national team shirt. Isn't that phenomenal? There are two <sighs> expansion team players. Yes. Breck Shea, the summer of Shea is starting, folks. This is The most one. American man alive. The most American man alive. Breck Shea of Orlando City fan. Yeah. Who are about to be harassed by me via email. And <laughs> Mixed Discarud of NYCFC fans. Yeah. Who have never played a game for their teams. Correct. In the national team fixture. Starting, starting. lineup. Yeah, yeah. They're starting right now. Starting. And lest we forget the debut of a new formation, the 3-5-2. Doing a 3-5-2. Very interesting. If you're going to experiment, this is the game to do it. 
I oh definitely. Um, Chile, good side. First of all, you get to, to it's a World Cup side. Yeah, you get to run your team out against a, a, a truly world class team. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I'm interested to see how a few of those players perform. Um, you have DeAndre Yedlin playing at right wing. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see how much he's asked to track back and defend. Um, yes, certainly, defense is not his strongest suit, even though he is even a right he's a back. defender. Yeah, even though he's a defender. <laughs> You got to get his pace in the lineup if you're the national team. He's so fast. Yeah, um, you know you also have uh, Michael Bradley playing a little bit withdrawn, just in front of. Uh, it's a good spot. For Jermaine him. Jones. Yeah, good for him. You know, he, there spot. was a lot being made about Jurgen's um, penchant for playing him penchant. a little oh, bit. Oui. A little bit. Bonjour. More forward, which I think is not his natural role. He likes to have a lot more of the field ahead of him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited. You know, this, the game's going on as we speak. Yeah, this is worth noting because to everyone listening to this, this game is two days old. It could have been a colossal failure. We could have been, lost 6-0. And we're all embarrassed. But right now, we're still uh, hopeful. Yeah, <laughs> optimistic. Hopeful. I do like Breck Shea mm-hmm. in the wing. Me too. I've always had this issue of people playing him striker. I yeah. think that's the wrong position Me for too. him. Me too. Playing him in the wing is a good position for him. I'm curious to see if Miguel Ibarra sees the field, which all of you who are listening know whether that happened or not. I do wish he does. I'm surprised Lee Wynn is not starting. Me too, but I'm on the bench. He's on the bench. Would you like a score update? Oh, no. Oh, no. This game is literally happening right now. There is already a score update? Uh, there have been two goals. Oh, God. Uh, first of all, for Chile, tenth minute for Gutierrez. But before that, in the sixth minute, Mimit in the sixth minute, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. Breck Shea, summer of Shea, summer of Shea. summer of Shea, the most American man in America. Mm. Breck Shea already scoring goals. Orlando, all jokes aside, you have a gem there. Oh, and you, you have really a good side too. Something. It's a good side. I, I think they're going to look pretty good. I think they are too. I'm excited to go see them. March eighth. If any 8th. of you are. At the Citrus Bowl, mm-hmm. which I have mislabeled the Orange Bowl on multiple occasions. <laughs> you're at the Citrus Bowl. That's a different scarcely filled totally stadium. Totally different scarcely filled stadium. If you're at the Citrus Bowl, seek me out because I will need medical attention due to alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I need your help. He needs to hydrate. I you should start hydrate. hydrating now. I should. <laughs> I should. I'm going to bring a crate of Gatorade. You should. Me. Electrolytes. I'm going to be a mess. Yeah. Just going to be a noxious mess. Why did I... D- this was my idea. Yeah. I'm trying to turn it around on you. Yeah. Try to turn it around. But very excited. I, I Jeff's like, like, that'll learn him from inviting him. me. I will never be invited anywhere <laughs> again. Yeah. How dare you, mm. sir? <laughs> I like the look of this team. I'm glad that Breck Shea is already on the scoreboard. I still don't know how this game ended because it's literally happening right it's now. It's happening as we speak, yeah. But it's good. The lineup's interesting. I think so, too. I think the bench is interesting. I'm curious if this is a preview of something else. I feel it's more trying it out. I, I think, think so too. Um, but you know, the the benefit of a three five two is that you you know if you put Jermaine Jones who started in in the center in the back, um, he's going to have two outlets in Discrude and uh, uh, Michael Bradley in mm-hmm. front of him to help play. Unless we forget, he's quite the attacking player too. Hopefully, oh, yeah. he has a little bit of free reign to move forward. Um, that was always the question when you. Um, when you you move him from midfield back to uh, back to the center back position, you lose that attacking threat. And I mean, his goal in Brazil was amazing up against Portugal. So good, um, created space for himself, scored from like twenty five yards, incredible. So you hope that you get to see him more in the attack, uh, even though he is playing right in the middle of defense. 
Back to what we were talking about earlier, though. Seven. Have you seen the attendance, the the season ticket holder um, numbers from Atlanta? No. Uh, often you text me things during I the do. day that are that are MLS related, <laughs> counterproductive and probably to your productivity. It really is. But that was not one of the things that now you these, texted me in the no. middle of the day. Yeah. Now these are not tickets purchased though, but these are just deposits. I think it was a fifty dollar deposit. But seventeen thousand five hundred seven. Wait. Let let me say that again. Not seventeen hundred. 17,500. This is in the supposed barren soccer market of the South. Bull. The South needs more teams, I say with a slightly redneck accent. Um, that's how you say everything. That's that fair. wasn't new yeah. right then. Here's that's the a, thing that's you how you to, talk. Here's the thing with, with soccer in the South, though, too. You, you automatically have rivalries. If you are oh, Atlanta, yeah. if you put a team in Nashville or you put a team in... Uh, in any city, in, in really in North Carolina, if you put one in Charlotte or if you put someone, someone, uh, a team somewhere in South Carolina, you already have a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Not only is it a local rivalry, but th- those uh, locations compete with each other in athletics anyway, All mostly in college football and college basketball. All but still, I mean, it's a heated rivalry. Oh, no, getting, getting the South uh, motivated to hate <laughs> other Southern teams <laughs> doesn't, that's take not a problem. Much. doesn't take much. <laughs> The whole SEC is built on the fact that they don't get along with each That's other. That's a fair point, yeah. They don't get along with really? Each other. Like, I guarantee that an Atlanta-Orlando game, even though those two cities don't really interact otherwise, that'll be a heated match. Yeah. Because they're both in the South. The only Southern city that I think it takes a little more effort for the their own citizens to care is Miami. Yeah, and yet that's where we want to put the team. That's where we want to put the team. And I don't that's know if a you whole really, different can of worms. I don't really know if you, you want to count... Miami as a southern city. No, uh, not in geographically sense. it is, but not in like the the, the social sense. It, well, and and even you know for their their uh, traditional powerhouse teams, they struggle mm-hmm. attracting people too. I mean, even you know even certainly not during their undefeated years, but even in the very good years for Miami, Univer- the University of Miami, the Hurricanes, the U, terrible attendance. Really, I mean, there's a lot of games that you see on TV where it's just a it's a wasteland. The upper deck of that. The Dolphins stadium. aren't that well. No, attended. they're not. The Marlins and, aren't that well attended well, but not at all you put a team in atlanta you put a team somewhere in like baton rouge you, you put a team okay, you, you can't put a team in baton rouge why you not put, you put it in new orleans if you're gonna, you're gonna oh go to, yeah that'd go be great Louisiana? that'd be great you put it in new orleans oh god that'd be amazing it's not gonna happen we should go to that stadium i would go to that why don't stadium? we just go to new orleans let's <laughs> just hang out in new orleans there doesn't need to be soccer happening no, well, <laughs> I mean, you can drink outside during the day yeah it's new orleans we should do that uh i could see a team in north carolina because they already have lower division teams yeah they that do. are well supported they are yes i could see that i would go down to north carolina a state that i like and you're not Beautiful. allowed according no. to an earlier podcast i thought you told me it was a... south carolina I wasn't did. allowed you're in. right it was south carolina there's two carolinas jeff <sighs> They, they did separate from each other, didn't <laughs> at they? At some point. At some point. At some How point. How does 17,500 stack up, though? I mean, like... That is wh- a lot of folks. Now, as you correctly pointed out, those are just deposits. So who knows how many people will follow through and get yeah. tickets? You would assume but most seven, of them. Most of them, I would assume. At 17,500 compared to the 2014 attendance for MLS, that does put them ahead of Montreal. <laughs> You had it, to take a dig. I had to. I had to. Because it's like just slightly ahead of Montreal. But you had of Montreal, D.C., Columbus, 
uh, oh, Dallas. DC for real? DC. See, that's sad. Well, that's because RFK is sad. And and DC is fixing that. I have to give oh, that yes. whole ownership group, those fans, uh, they as much their credit. They worked butts off for that for stadium. ages. Yeah. They're getting their stadium. They're going to build it. We said this RF- last time. Oh, We're God. so happy for you. So happy because they deserve a better stadium. Can RFK. we also have a stadium? <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we need one up Show here. Show the love, guys. We need one up. Oh, God. NYCFC needs. Who else, though? New England? Okay. New England. Who went to the MLS Cup? That's amazing. New England's below 17. Now, their attendance later on in the season is... Oh, is, vastly improved. You would hope that that continues into this season, too. They had some of the highest attendance that they've ever had yeah. this season. Yeah. Late in the season and, of course, in the playoffs and the Eastern Conference Finals. That yeah. goes without saying. But those earlier games in, like, April? Yeah. March? March no one ever in goes there. Boston is freezing. <laughs> so it's really terrible. I lived there for four years. That's where I was before I came back to New York. Yeah. So, like, it's cold. And I also would go to those games. Um, but you're ahead of New England, who went to the MLS Cup. Chicago Fire, who's won multiple MLS Cups. The Colorado Rapids, who've won the MLS Cup. The San Jose Earthquakes, who've won the MLS Cup. Now, and Chivas USA, who doesn't exist. Now, in San Jose, excuse me, in San Jose's defense, they now have a new beautiful stadium oh, out there. Uh, oh, it's so gorgeous. That certainly, I think it has something like 7,000 more seats than Buckshaw did. So oh, easily. They're going, to, they're going to fill that stadium. But still, let, Their let's not... Their first game's already sold out. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Good for them. Yeah, let's, not, let's not underplay what Atlanta has done. Good for them. Good for them. And that looks like a beautiful building, too, if you see Beautiful the building. Clearly, it's going to cost a billion dollars. <laughs> I've looked at this thing. There's no way you can do this on no, cheap. Even in not, Atlanta, where I'm assuming labor is cheaper than it is here in New York, and land would be cheaper as well, doesn't matter. That building's going to cost you a billion dollars. But 17,500 folks who have put in a deposit, that is huge. That's great for them. That's huge. That's higher than both uh, what NYCFC and Orlando have done, not combined, of course, but individually. And they're both doing fantastic yeah, yeah. with their season ticket yeah. sales. We're setting a new Which bar. You- Right it now, really is. This, this year. Clearly, the thirst for soccer in the United States is enormous. Mm-hmm. Fans want to go. They want a local Ken Griffey team. wants to go. Ken Griffey wants to <laughs> go. The 10, I'm sorry, hold on. Correction. Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, yeah, not senior. Let's not, let's not get crazy here. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr., if you don't know what we're talking about. They, uh, Orlando City just announced that they sold their 10,000 season ticket. So good for them. Uh, super happy for them. But they sold it to Ken Griffey Jr., which is great. <laughs> which is great. It's like, oh, I guess Ken Griffey Jr. lives in Orlando. I didn't, I didn't know, that. know that. He's from Cincinnati know. originally, right? I don't. I thought so. I should know that. And then he played for uh, Seattle for a long time. He was yes, a Mariner. For he a did, long time. and he played for Cincinnati. He played for first Seattle all, when Seattle was good. The yeah. Mariners. Well, first of all, I, without being hurt, I think he would be the greatest of all time. Best Absolutely. swing I've ever oh, seen. Oh my god. If this is not a baseball a, podcast. It's not a baseball podcast, but the saddest thing about Ken Griffey Jr. was that he got injured. He was such oh. a great player. Mm. And he's one of those guys that you always describe as a class act. He always seemed to be have his head on his shoulders. He always seemed very nice. Maybe he's not. I don't know because I don't know the guy. But he always just seemed like a really solid dude. And yeah. every time he, injured, he got injured, it was so sad. Yeah. Like, why did this have to happen yeah. to Ken Griffey Jr.? You remember when the home run thing was happening with Sammy Sosa? Yeah. We're getting way distracted now. The Sosa and McGuire. McGuire. And the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. was in the running that year. And, and not then he got, roided up. Not roided up, and then he got hurt. <sighs> then he got hurt. Sad times. However, back on the subject of soccer. Yeah. These numbers are crazy. The amount of season tickets that expansion teams are selling yeah. is insane. Yeah. Uh, an Atlanta team... No one even knows what that team's going to be. Right. They don't have a name. They don't even have a name, and they're doing well. 
I think if you're an investment group, some sort of sports investment you group, now. you're clamoring the league to give you an, an expansion spot. I'm telling you, Sacramento, they deserve oh, it gonna, so badly. They're going to blow up if they get one, too. It's going to be a huge team. <sighs> they're huge now. They're yeah. in the lower league. And they're, they're getting 20,000 people it's out amazing. there. It's amazing. Mo- that's better than the league average. The league average is 19,000 a game. They have 20,000 coming out to Sacramento, a city that, I, I'm sorry to insult people in Sacramento, I never think about. Right. I never think about the capital of California. Right. I never think about it. They are coming out in force for this team. Yeah. Imagine if that was an MLS team and they had a proper stadium and all. Oh, my God. It's exciting times. I'd want to see them. I want to see San Antonio. Yeah. Who's down in the lower league. Oh, Great yes. support. Who, or, or winners. Who plays at Toyota something, right? So they're one of the many Toyota stadiums. <laughs> we never looked that up. We never looked Toyota, it up. Toyota. I, I think they're Toyota Stadium. I think that's right. There's, one is a Toyota Park. That's one's Toyota Park. One's Toyota Stadium. And one, I think, is Toyota Field. I think Toyota Field. I think that's Dallas. <sighs> they used to be Pizza Hut Park. This would support my Toyota Park. Now one. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, well, you know, this, anyway. time, this time we're going to look it up. Anyway, moving on. We're going to look it up. But good times. I'm very excited. Good for Atlanta. Good yeah. for the South. I think there's a lot of future in the South. I think there's future Me in the Midwest. Too. As you know, I'm trying to become a Minnesota United fan. Of the two competing bids for a Minnesota MLS team, I support the Minnesota United bid. Oh, you have to. And I don't support the Minnesota Vikings bid. Why? Because between the Vikings and Minnesota United, only one ownership group knows how to run a football team. And it is Minnesota United. Drop the mic. Don't actually, though, because I paid for those. Yeah, these are expensive. (laughs) During the pre-show. Yeah. This is what I'm calling it from now on. The pre-show. Yeah. Uh, I was showing you the lineup uh, on my phone. Yeah. On my phone of the the u.s lineup on twitter <laughs> and you made note uh of my notifications he has 20 unseen notifications plus wait no 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 20, 20 plus. plus so 20 first plus. of all why does twitter think it has to stop counting after 20 it gets as lazy far as it can go. <laughs> i <laughs> can't count, count higher than 20 um but hands feet 20. <laughs> That's a fair point. Twitter is just a man. Birds don't have hands. Anyway. Um, Touché. Touché. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't think I've ever had 20 notifications, like, ever. I think if I like look through... Wait, I'm, I have my phone. Oh, oh no, God. I have 20. There it is. I think I have more Stop whining, Alex. I should stop whining. 20 plus. You hit over 20 because I'm internet famous and very well-known and well-liked. Most oh, I was on the show's Twitter. I was on the wrong Twitter. <laughs> Well, they should wait follow a us. They should follow us. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. Wait. No, I'm just going to say, Twitter, I don't really, I don't understand it. Um, no one likes me on Twitter. What are you talking about? I like you. Uh, you. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, but that was ordered to, to say that. That was my <laughs> I, community I, service. I think I told you to follow me on Twitter. Oh, uh, man. I have, but wait a minute. Uh, Men and Blazers favorited one of my tweets one time. How about that? How about them apples? Those were some pretty good apples. I know, right? They've never favorited any of my tweets. Makes me feel that I'm witty. Are you, though? No. <laughs> the jury's out. The Certainly jury's not. Out. But if they want to find us, Alex yeah. Kibler, what do they have to do? Uh, at Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Ooh. Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler. The S stands for... Uh, it's got to start with the letter S, whatever you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Shay. Oh, your jokes are so weak. That was really terrible. <laughs> so, you know, it would have worked better without the delay. It's comedy. is well, all, all in the timing. I'm not, well, fair enough. It's all in the timing. Uh, at Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. That's me. Uh, oh. At Straight Red Pod. That's the pod. We both read that. 
um, at Backheel. Uh, yeah, backheel dot com. Follow, follow Backheel. If you have anything to say, you want to shoot us a a, a word to the wise. Um, by all means, uh, straight red at iCloud dot com. You got anything to say? Is that is that for me? Uh, yeah, not yeah. They they know to say things. The summer of Shea is upon us. Prepare yourselves. You will be destroyed. Go forth and soccer America. Oh, I hate that so much. Yeah, but you said it last time. I did say it last time. <laughs> This is my own grave that I'm digging. You you made the bed, Jeff Ross. Now you must sleep within it. Alright. Whenever you're good, go for L- it. Luca. Wait a minute, wait, wait for the dog. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Luca, you look like you're ready to, to, to do something. Okay, maybe not. Oh, oh. Oh, let me go make sure it's in the right region. No. Don't override the cold open. Don't override the cold open. Solid. I'm a great singer.